Yeah, that's exactly why I was saying it. There's only two types of men in this world. Those with penises and those without. Boy, I jumped into that <laughs> conversation kind of weird. I figured I'd change it up. You know, try something new on this lovely Monday evening. <laughs> Hey now, welcome. Well, welcome to Half the Experience, where I'm your host. We got Big Wolf Dave Silver, as always. We got Moron. We got Half. Super excited to be here this week. And, of course, we got our sponsorships. We got Buns and Unders, anywhere from here to California. Pop off, any exit, get you number five. Can't find that. Stop in any local grocery store from here to at least Pennsylvania. Anywhere on the flattle, aisle 56, pick you up the sweetest, biggest bag of sweet meat. Put that in your mouth. Share it with the homeless mm, man. Mm, mm. Looking for that sweet, <laughs> sweet smell and aroma to rub all over your body. Some mat- natural man care mm. products. Go to SawyersNatural.com. And, of course, our new product line coming out in the near future from now until the time the earth ends. Raptor packs. Mm, sweet meat tastes good. Where's our other uh, special effect? I mean, a uh, uh, person that's going to be with us. <laughs> special effects. <laughs> oh, God. I oh, should be coming. Good, good, good. How was your weekend? There it is. There it is. We got them on? Boys. Sound effects. There it is. Okay. Let's do this thing. Yeah, might as well just get right into it. Um How's it going, Lily? We were just trying to see how your uh, Sunday and Saturday was. Welcome. Good uh, good Monday evening to you. What? Oh, sorry. Um, I Feels don't like speak your language. No. no, not yet. How, how was your weekend? This is how normal human beings have dialogue. They ask questions, and the other would respond with an answer. Oh, uh, okay. It was good, man. How was yours? Uh, two days. Thank you for asking. <laughs> well, let's get right into the uh, Josephine Biden's quote. Um, of course, in honor of uh, Thanksgiving this week, end quote. Turkeys. I've seen them before. <laughs> wow. I remember there's so many things that I could say in this moment. I've, it's been It's been quite some time. I was Puerto Rican my whole life growing up uh, <laughs> and we we had we we remember them we we sold turkeys over to the united states end quote nice nice do you, you hear the thing today he's talking about uh oh, pennsylvania we have chickens we don't have turkeys they're like the second largest turkey producer in the u.s <laughs> 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 not like just being dialed into your state you know <laughs> dialed right into your state what was what was uh do you do you remember the state he which state was it Arizona or something he went to and he it was like a very heavy Hispanic population he started playing Hispanic music from the pulpit. <laughs> I know, but that's awesome. It's just that's awesome. Dude. I don't see anything wrong with that, to be honest. No, I, I'm I was in agreement. That's what how he got my vote, whether I liked it or not. I was watching uh a documentary um 
history documentary just before I got on here. You probably heard of it. It's titled Land of the Lost. Uh, yes, um, with, uh, with, with Farrell Collins. Yeah, Dr. Farrell Collins. Uh, excellent movie. Fantastic. They just it's hand over fist in the fact department. Um, it's great. Just great stuff. But uh, I think he was on to something. Um, you know, but I'm going to continue to watch that and see what kind of notes I can take away from that. Who's um, tearing down the Great Wall of China in the background? Lilith, that's got to be you, man. Lilith, that, is that you, Lilith, tearing down the yeah. Great Wall of China? Oh, okay. I don't want to. I, I apologize for interrupting your evening with our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was your uh, statement, question, point? I said, uh, what have you learned so far, man? Well, I, um, I don't know if I've learned anything yet, but um, it's I'm getting to it. But I think the biggest takeaway thus far is um, how he makes such a beautiful parallel to time and space as it's, you know, east to west in reference to, uh, you know, the flattel and specifics. <laughs> um, so I think I think he's really on to something. The I think best, the best part of, about that documentary is, uh, is the beginning when he's in, doing like the interview. And he's like, yeah, I've actually found. He's trying to explain it, and then the interview just goes south. I, the other thing is, I love, I do love at the end when he writes his book. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Farrell can suck it. <laughs> Imagine having a book. That's the title because you wanted to prove someone wrong so bad. <laughs> it's not even based off of facts or anything. The Amish can suck it. <laughs> Oh, unlike unlike this podcast, which is fully, based oh on yeah, fact. Yeah, this is reality. Vetted yeah. facts. I literally, I don't know. I've listened to each episode at least three to five times on a given any given day, um, and each time I listen, I come away more educated on something <laughs> I I didn't know. <laughs> Some of the quotes, man, like. Especially that Dave guy, man. He comes up with some good ones sometimes. <laughs> Fifty some years of drinking. Yeah, I think what was what was the one I sent the other day? Um, you said I don't know if I misheard it or if I was listening to you backwards. <laughs> I died. Uh, no, I if I heard it back, I think I heard it backwards. That's what it was. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. So. I there's I don't know what the topic should be uh, tonight. Um, I just I was listening to I don't even know what it was at this point. But is it just me or is our world getting insanely more evil by the day? Uh, Ooh, I feel that that's interesting. You you toss that one on the table. Like I feel like the pressure is coming. Like. Between the interest, the economy, the bubble, the the, the shipping, COVID throwbacks, uh, uh, clog in the electrical system, the, the train line shutting down, I really feel like the pimple's going to pop. It's, it's, I don't see any other option at this point. I don't like, think it's the world, man. I think it's the uh, the country. I think the world's probably just about been the same. It's probably better now than it's ever been, honestly. I figured least, you would have some sort of asinine statement. A thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I don't. 
I don't know if you know this, but you really need to get off of Reddit and TikTok. <laughs> I was uh, I was watching a document, interesting documentary about advanced humans back in the day, about the younger Dryas theory. Um, it, was, it was a TikTok Reddit video, and uh, okay, that makes more sense. But uh, that was uh, I mean, talking about the advanced civilizations that meteor the meteors hit, and they had to go live with hunter gatherers, and we lost their technology, but they were responsible for a lot of the things that were built. But I think the world, I mean. If you look back at the world, it, life is better now, like more comfortable now in the in the West, in mo- a lot of the world than it's ever been. Um, but the thing is, America is certainly going to hell in a handbasket. But it's it's just a weird time to be alive. I don't think it's. I think America's uh, de- zero has no moral no moral basis. It's not a moral society. I think it's an evil society now at this point. But um, I mean, I'm not there's not a lot of awesome, good people, but I think the world's probably about the same as it's always been. I mean, there's it's people have been fucked up for a long time. Civilization just puts a little bit of a, a, a hem on the uh, on the rape, kill, pillage and burn. At least for most people. But Dave, Dave, did we lose you? Dave, hello. No, yeah, you got Go ahead. Hear me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, I, I actually think. Uh, China's in the middle, in the process of taking over the, uh, the U.S. Amish run up occupation here. We're, our 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 dollar is going to be based off the yen, or, or the world economy is going to be based off the yen and not the dollar in the near future. I mean, I don't think it's going to be twenty years down the road. We're one twenty nine nineteen twenty nine crash away from from full on takeover by China, who's can just put their set their currency wherever they want to set it. We talked about <clears throat> TikTok. You know, apparently they're just sucking information out of all these kids on TikTok. Without, I never downloaded the app, and it, it's a every time you click on it, it uh, a TikTok thing, it wants you to download the app. It's like demanding well, you to do such. You won't be able to download it, Dave. I used your credentials to log into my account. So. <laughs> That's I'm already being tracked by the uh, so. I mean, everything mandatory goes through the China government. Their data. We lose you. Dave might have lose, lost you on that one. If you can hear us, we lost you. Uh, this is uh, now more than ever a better time. If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe, like, uh, share. Don't forget to hit the bell for notifications when the new podcast episodes drop. Also, if you're looking for a sweet snack, something to get you through the evening or maybe in the middle of the night, uh, stop at any local grocery store across the entire flat aisle 56, pick you up a biggest bag of Biggest, best bag of sweetest, sweet sounding, delicious, sweet meat. Uh, of course, share that with anyone in sight. If you give it to a homeless man, he'll be the next successful billionaire. Um, and of course, we got Raptor Pack, which is a new product coming out. We're going to launch it anywhere from now until the end of the world. And uh, while we're waiting for Dave to reconnect, um, Louie's got some more stuff to spew from his mouth. I really don't know what's <laughs> going to come out, so uh, buckle up. Back to you. <laughs> Uh yeah man what hit me with some topics dude let me let me well, tell you my opinions on them well I don't I don't know if I want to hear them um of <laughs> course of course you know it's it's just I mean it goes without saying it's just like the same the old, the old saying you can't ride a moose backwards unless you're upside down and killing it um so you know I don't really know what topics to to give you um birthdays only come once a year unless you have more than one in a year. Um, holidays are just another way to take the day off and get paid for it. 
I mean, there's just endless, endless amount of topics out there. Soccer is just another way to call it football. Um, it's what I mean. What else you want to hear from me? You know, headphones are just smaller speakers you put in your ear. Um, just start stating a fact. <laughs> oh, let's see. We might have to resend the link here. Sorry for the uh, drop out there. Um, hey now. Hey, welcome back. Hey, we're back. We, were, we were just getting a couple plugins, commercials. You know. Things that are uh, super important. Um, but anyways, you were you were saying. Anyways, just to guess, wrap it up. When the people of the turn of the century were watching democracy and this U.S. animal grow, democracy's always got to fail because most people think that they can vote for free stuff. They vote for free stuff that takes it from another. It's the people with the IRS and the guns and the police force come in and take your property, and then that goes to people who don't work and it incentivizes people to not be productive and this it's always a joke about how democracies fail which we're on path for that you know we're already between the elderly on uh, social security and the young people we're already beyond only less than 50 percent of america actually works i think it's like 30 percent it won't be long before it's <laughs> you, you can only tax the few left standing people it becomes a bust china who doesn't care if you live or die when you're in old age or if you're not working like a uh, like a an abused uh, Chinaman uh, in China, uh, they're not happy with it. They just, they just keep abusing you. They take your family, they beat your family, and everything else. They're going to take over our economy, and they're going to be living like truly like kings. The the the, the, the uh, as they have for for centuries, they're going to take over the world. I'm just wondering oh, yeah. in, the, in the rearview mirror, how did when 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 these other Nations that were uh, had kings and other stuff like Prussia and all that stuff. We're looking at us coming out of the ground, going, "Damn!" We're looking at them, going, "We're going, we're going to lose our rights and our freedoms. We're going to go back into being oppressed by China." How's America going to take that? Yeah, I mean, going back to the original thing, it's like uh, I said, the world has become. It, it seems okay. I didn't make any kind of statement or fact claim, even though it is the world is becoming more evil by the day. Lily, of course, jumped back to like you know the year twelve and said, "No, I don't think so." It's been the same ever since. Uh, using you know skewed data and how Nike shoes make comfortable shoes, and therefore he wants his comfort. I mean, there's no doubt about it. We are definitely in the most comfortable state of humanity ever on the planet. It's debatable. I have a theory about the whole time before the flood. It doesn't matter. Uh, the the argument's not though is about comfort. My point to these things is comfort actually better uh, long term, and what are we sacrificing in place of the comfort? Um, so that's really the issue. I still believe yes, it, you know the world is becoming more evil by the day. No, just the United States. Okay, we'll hold it to the United States. Doesn't matter. I, it, it man, I was. The, this is where the thought came from. I was listening to uh, an older. You know, like, I think it was actually from an old Vine, back when Vine was a big thing. It was like, you know, over like 15 second or like five second videos or something. Um, it was just a small, small clip, but there was an old song that I remember when it came out. It was like, man, that song's so bad because, you know, they were, I don't even remember what the topic was, but they were talking more explicit than at any other song at that time. And now it's like, that's like a G-rated song. And I was sitting there going like, each day that a new song drops specifically in the hip hop and rap world, it's becoming more and more explicitly evil. I mean, 
just evil. Did you hear about the um, uh, commercial? I think it was Instagram ad for Balencia. Balencia. I don't know how to pronounce it. The uh, clothing company. I did. It's it's blatantly. Oh, oh, I did. Yeah. It was Valencia. It's, it was uh, the baby. The baby pornography. Clothing. Yeah, children pornography is supporting. Yeah, not not even not even hinting or suggesting. Uh, oh, but their their response from the CEO was, "We're going to fire the photographer." Well, and well, he, did you hear what uh, how they, this became? You know, the claim that they were doing this uh, in the video on the table. In one of the yeah. pictures, they had the document stating that they, uh, it, it's legal for Check. child pornography. Yeah. Did you hear uh, uh, there was a big, long Tucker Carlson on this that was huge, uh, that kind of blew this whole thing wide open. It was actually, this is the crazy thing. I mean, forget about it. It wasn't even child pornography. It was promotion of sex by pedophiles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even close. It was not even like sexualizing. This is insane that our, that that we would look at this in this world and think that that is tolerable. I mean, that's I mean, what I'm. That's my point. In the, in the old days, they they that you were you know probably shot on sight by the arresting police officer or something. You know. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, we have a. It's this company. Uh, by the way, those that don't know this, this uh, what's the name of the company again, Jonathan? Balencia. Balencia. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, it, what what they are is when people who are so rich they can't buy anything else, they will go out and buy a fifteen hundred dollar t shirt and yeah. a and a seven thousand dollar pair of sneakers. So it's very high end, only boutique rich people. And and what they what they're doing for their advertising is promoting sex. And there was even some federal legal standards for this. So they were talking about uh, in in. This is even the Biden administration. Uh, the ex, uh, the ex uh, uh, chief of the FBI, was on talking about those that push back against people that want their civil rights to do this stuff with children were going to be arrested or civilly sued. Civilly sued. Uh, that means you go and get lawsuits where you can't ever fight back because you can't afford to fight back. If I didn't like this activity. I would be therefore just speak, speaking out against it, even though this podcast could get us sued civilly because we're taking away their civil rights to do what they want to do with children that's sexual. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is insane. And, and society is allowing this? That, that's my point. That, uh, yeah, that's, that's, Balenciaga, that's the name. What's next? Can, can, can I can I kill people next? Is I mean that almost sounds almost less of a crime in the scale of bad crimes. Oh yeah, that, that that's my point. It's like you know, it's it's again for those that are listening, we're not just picking on Lily because it's Lily. We're just picking on Lily because it's us. Um, <laughs> doesn't change doesn't change the topic. No, the the idea is is not like. Yes, we are more comfortable. Yes, we have more stuff. Yes, this is a more luxurious world. I'm talking about what Dave just, what you just brought up, the tolerance and the acceptance of okay, like we're putting our our thumbs up to stuff. Um, I mean, do you want to go back in history and see what was tolerated and okay, and say that what's tolerated and okay today is more evil than it was tolerated and okay back then, or no? We can, but what you're, which I've already tried to have this argument and conversation with you before, which you can't seem to grasp is 
the data that that's you're not a good way to discuss something man like to is, have a conversation this, with someone and to speak like that i mean i can grasp it if you explain it clearly clearly it, this, clearly this, says it three times well if i could get a word in without being interrupted 67 times um no i wasn't interrupting go ahead go ahead can i get, <laughs> can I, can I get a word in biden uh, yeah, man, you can get a word in. I mean, you've gotten a lot in tonight. You did most of talking on here, but go ahead, ramble a little more. It is my podcast, so. <laughs> Imagine doesn't actually discuss it, just argues. So the, the point that I've tried to make um, very, very clear, clearly, clear, clearly, clear, Joseph, um, was the the data that you constantly pull from the state when make claims like, oh, we live longer than ever in human history is skewed data. And it's only based off of small percentages of vast majority of murders or war times, specifically with white males, colony, uh, colonial ages and things like this for human history, big or, or wealthy segments of humanity were the only people that really even recorded data that we have and even if we do somehow find data there's not a whole lot of it that's not been destroyed or has been preserved well through time that's just so we know well, the claim that i'm making is a historical uh, evidence claim this is how they define history how it is historically accurate not considered myth and that's why the significance of the scriptures excuse me are you done uh, tearing down china's wall yeah, um go ahead that's why the scriptures are such a significant historical documents because it's one of the most historically accurate documents ever contained in human history um, because it has such the highest mark of historical evidence attached to it. So my point is, yes, we can go look back at history, but you're only going to look at little small pockets of time. Um, And even let's just say we all agree that the earth's only, you know, flat for one. And then also that it's only 10,000 years old. Um, even if that's the case, you still only have like less than 13% of humanity documented in, in some sort of uh, basis in which you can gauge or even come up with what we call today in you know 2022 statistics. There's not enough data collected for every single human being that's ever walked the earth for the amount of life that they've had on the earth. So the, the data is going to be skewed. That's my only point. It's, it's not I'm not stating that there's nothing to consider there. I'm just saying that the argument isn't going to be accurate to the statement and the, to the amount of data we have today. So, so what are you are you saying that that the world has gotten more evil recently? I'm stating that, and actually, let's just go back and you can go back and listen to it uh, in your free time because this is recorded and so my words are out there. I didn't make a claim. What I said is, is it just me or is the world becoming more evil by the day? That's okay. Just an observation. Do you think it is? I will make the claim now. I believe that the world is becoming more evil by the day. Now, you threw the straw man, uh, you know, horrific claim back to state that you don't you think that we're more evil than there's ever been in history. And that's why I broke down the evidence and how we justify historical evidence. But but my my point is, is what I I mean, what I'm trying to say is, do do you think that the atrocities that have happened over the course of human history do you think that that evil is less than the atrocities that they are that are going on today? And you said you By, do or you don't. Hundred percent. Give me one. Give me one example of that you don't think it is. And don't use Stalin or, or Hitler because that's obviously well, I, the easiest one to go to. But I still would say yes to that. I, okay. I got one that jumps jumps off the page. Uh, uh, we're going to rewind back to eighteen or something. I don't know what year, you picked the year. Um, marriage at age 10, 9 to thirteen. Nine to fifteen, nine to eighteen, marrying off to a twenty-five-year-old guy, your daughter. 
that was acceptable and deemed okay, I guess, at some point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think you'd go further back in the 1800s, but yes, it was at one point. It's, yeah, it's only, I was going to say it's a cultural thing, but it was also not a, only was it acceptance, but it was a, um, it wasn't a forced upon thing. Like when you study uh, what we would call arranged marriages from our understanding, this isn't like this heavily forced and like your life was so miserable. Um, and correct me if, if you weren't going to the arranged marriage side of that, that's fine as well. But it wasn't just accepted by society. The individuals participated in, in uh, consent there. Uh, not, not always. Of course, you're going to have an exception to everything. And I'm not stating that every single marriage that went down at that time was under consent. Shoot, half, some of them in today's you know society currently aren't given with consent. So you, you want me to give an example of like atrocities or whatever evil things that would go on? Do you, do you want like recent not- or it doesn't matter when? I, well, I think I, I think it uh, just stick to because there's this goes on all over the country, all over the world, but let's stick to the U.S. because in theory we have okay courts well, we, everything have have got us on track and now yeah. we're going off track with reversed. Okay, we'll stick in the U.S. Then I'm, I'm open. I'm open and open it up to the flattle, but the U.S. is mainly what we'll stick to because of Lily's claim in the beginning. We'll go with uh, we'll go with the the whole the cultures of the, uh, the, the Indians, the Native Americans. Now, I don't know much about the culture before the, the Europeans spread smallpox here and wiped out most of civilization, but let's say after that, right? We're talking like classic Great Plains, West. The, we're talk, the things that were commonplace um, that happened in huge amounts they did to each other constantly were things like um, raping of pregnant women, um, scalping torturing just um, commonplace accepted cultural things like if you were if you were an enemy and you were caught you were guaranteed to be raped man whether you're a man woman or child you're going to be raped uh tortured and had um like pretty much unspeakable things done to you i mean that would go in detail on some of the tortures that they used to do but like for example there's 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 stories of a pregnant woman being um raped scalped having her baby cut out of her dragged across through cactuses like just like horrific stuff that was commonplace and accepted and that happened consistently on a daily basis now i'm not saying that rape and and murder of babies doesn't happen today um but i think that is a is a is a equal evil that happened consistent equal if not more that happened consistently dave can i go first on this one yeah yeah i was gonna jump in on this because there's a there's a there's a drop of history that Changed, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll leave the history to you, and then I'll correct any history that you got off. The, again, a flatologist here. Um, <laughs> so strictly sticks, strictly sticking to the rape and then the murdering of babies. Uh, case in point, we are tolerating it by accepting uh, abortion up to three hundred and sixty months, as we talked about in the last podcast. Yeah, so definitely yeah, I, I would tell you right now, we are one hundred percent more evil today than we were when you brought up the uh, Native Amish Indians, uh, uh, Native Americans. So you think accepted? I mean, abortion happened back then too. It just wasn't clinical, right? It, but it was an accepted part of that culture to freaking beat a pregnant woman to death and kill her baby. I mean, my, my point is, well. my point is that it's not even just accepted; it's becoming legal and more tolerable. And then, and the rates that it's increasing, the amount of abortions that are happening on a regular as okay are are increase, increasingly going up, not down. Um, and then the other point that I would like to make is again, yes, there are stories. I'm okay with that. There's stories all throughout history, 
the point that I'm making is though there those are one-off stories in comparison to the population of the Native Americans going to war with which with each other was not like every single day you'd have you know just go look at some of the stats that the United States alone keeps track of on deaths, murders, rapes, and all these other nonsensical things that we keep statistical stats on. Yet we can't figure out who's going to be the GOP or the House and State and Senate in you know a week and a half's time. But they can tell you how many people die from what you know fentanyl and all the other garbage. So, anyways, that's that's my point. Do you think if we leveled out population-wise, like the same amount of people and the same amount of people back then, there'd be a higher level of, of rape, murdering, and killing of babies and innocent people today than then? Still, yes, today, 100%. Think so? Why is yes. that? Because we are becoming more accepted to call things that are evil, good, and tolerable than good things to be accepted in this world. Do you think they called it? Do you think they called, I mean, these, these acts good? And do you think they were accepted back then? Absolutely not. If, huh. if you took this, if you took this back, back to the history, we'll show you that. Go ahead, if you Dave. go back to the biblical times, if you go back, if you go back even a hundred years when this was, I guess, a couple hundred years this was going on, you know, we most people were godly people, and not that they wouldn't shoot Pardon. somebody dead from robbing exactly. their place, but we had America was probably eighty percent church attendance. <clears throat> I mean, the, the Ten Commandments and living by it, and not and not coveting the neighbor's wife, much less shoot the neighbor in the ass, is was was the thing that you 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 uh, you you live by. You know, you learn the lessons and you try to deploy them and be good people. There was actually absolutely horrible people out there, you know, in the old gunslinging West where people would just murder people for gold. That's what you did. And horrible murders for it. Um, as well as uh, you brought up, you brought up the, uh, the Indian atrocities. Absolutely. If smallpox didn't get them, they were going to be killed you know, on, under the, what the America thought was manifest destiny. They tied that around the Bible and said that we were destined to take over America, also Mexico and Canada, if you want to throw them in there as well. Mm-hmm. We were destined to take over the whole continent and, and call it America, manifest destiny. And as we, as we did it, of course, the Indians, they were the first in the way, and uh, horrible stuff. Indians pushed back, and Indians, the, the scalping wasn't done by Indians initially. It was done by how you how you proved you got a, you, you killed an Indian was bringing the scalp back, mm-hmm. and and so they just returned the favor, and they would you know go in and, and obviously then it became this group of savages fighting savages fighting savages you know yeah but uh, I mean inner 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 tribal um, inner tribal warfare was consistent common and happening all the time it was culturally accepted and known that you know if you caught your enemy alive you raped and tortured him to death, man, woman, or child. Like, that was... Okay. Again, we got another claim thrown out there. It was not accepted. It, yes, it happened. It's So, you ask me how you can figure these things out and say that it wasn't so, or blah, 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 blah. History tells us this. Just like today, anybody who's Islamic isn't considered a radical Islamic that's going off and, you know, doing terrorist acts and different things like that. And actually, most of the people in the Middle East over there aren't going to be accepting of that saying, Oh yeah, yeah, we're all for jihadists and all these other terrorist groups. So just because that there's a heavy power control over uh, an extremist group does not make it the norm for this, the entire people group or race or society norm. That does not yeah. make it a so norm. And that it wasn't the norm for 
Native Americans back in that day to, to do these things, every tribe to each other? Uh, no, not every tribe to each other. Again, the, yes, there were tribes doing this. Those were the evil tribes. There was there, retaliation. There the, what? The, 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 the tribes Defense. in my hometown were the, the tribes in my hometown were still eating. You know, were still cannibals. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was pretty yeah. common. Like, for example, when I say accepted, so one thing that surprised the the the, the white people when they were settling, or I should be more spe- specific, the English people when they were settling the. Uh, the plains, for example, was that they the Indians would never surrender in a fight, right? Like they they would die every single time. They would fight to the death every single time. Americans, you get or sorry, the English at the time, you would get beat and you surrender and hopefully have mercy. But they the Indians in their culture, they knew that there's absolutely no like if you were captured, you were going to be tortured, raped, and killed. Period. So they never, ever, ever surrendered. They would fight, even if there was complete surround with no chance they'd fight to their death. Because they knew, I mean, that was generally accepted as, as part of their, their Japanese, standing. Same thing. Yeah. Japanese. Yeah. I mean, that was. Yeah. And yeah. again, my my point though is that it wasn't this thing that like, oh, you know, let's what's what's on today's agenda: rape, plunder, murder, scalp, and and eat a, a, a Native American. That's not the the list as you're making the narrative sound. It depends on the but time, you, man. The you, would, you would be excellent with CNN or Fox News, given the narrative, uh, being the narrator for the stories. But <laughs> the, like you look at history, whenever there became a uh, a city, civilization, or a kingdom that became inherently evil and lorded over and did these things that you're putting on the table. And I agree, just so we're clear, we are agreeing that these things did happen. Some, uh, uh, an equal opponent of good, representing good, would completely annihilate them off the planet. Mm -hmm. That's how wars always break out. The the good rises up and says, finally, we've had enough. It's time to overthrow. They make allies. They do all these things. Here's what my point is. In America, since we're using the United States only, who are we allying with at this point for ultimate good? We are conforming into the communist garbage states or, or countries and becoming tolerant of evil. I'm talking they're teaching kids in schools how to chop their penis off and having oral sex and all this other garbage at the ages of 10 and younger now. And we, we've got people like Little Nas X becoming role models for the society of children now twerking and and doing sexually explicit things on a, a person who's supposed to represent jesus christ and on the devil these these are things that we're just blatantly putting out there for the public so again you haven't changed my mind and or given a good enough excuse to state that we are not becoming more evil by the day not just in the united states but in the entire did world. you say the world at first or did you say the united states I'm saying both. I'm okay. I'm I'm sticking. So, I'm, I'm very good at. I'm I'm just saying so you no. Know, I'm extremely good at arguing. I used to do it in the streets of downtown Greenville. Well, I will use every word that you say. You can go back and listen to these podcasts. You can listen to every word. I, was, I, I made I sure asking, carefully that I used the words correctly. Right. I will say I every single second of the day. The world, yes, because that's the word I said. But specifically the United States, because that's the word you like to hold to. Okay. Uh, it's not that I like to hold to it. We're just having a discussion. But here, I would say I definitely agree with you about America, man. 100%. I think it's getting worse. The world in, in general and like the, the – I mean it's getting it's getting weird. I wouldn't say it's getting more evil, but that's just my opinion. I told you why I think that. But, I mean, there could definitely be a case made that it is, I guess. You, guys you haven't really given that. a reason on how it's not, but uh, go ahead, Dave. Yeah. This is, this is, this is how it happened. 
So when we had our constitution, it was quite bulletproof. It was very specific. And, uh, you know, from the right to bear arms or beyond, you can pick the, pick the topic in there. And then from there, we start making laws, state laws, county laws, city laws, um, anyways, and federal laws. And, and as these laws are created, then you get the degrees thereafter where people interpret the laws. It has become like with Roe versus Wade. We've talked about this a million times. Bad law was wrongly decided where they were justices, not elected officials, made up law, made up a reason, used it as the anchor. And then RVW became law. Whether you agree or disagree, it was a bad law wrongly decided. 100%. You might agree with abortion and will think you might want to have them all day long. It's just still bad law. You got to correct the law. Now, the problem was is that that bad law became an anchor. And I think there was like 17 cases that relied upon that bad law. So that bad footing, that wrong foundation was then built upon where other laws were using that as a toehold to support the law. So now all these other laws that were wrong have to go back to the Supreme Court because they were wrongly decided based on a case where the, these justices recently stated it was wrong law. Anyways, what lawyers have done with the basic things, like if Jonathan doesn't like me, shows up and shoots me at my house, okay, well, that sounds like murder. Well, wait a minute. You can commit murder and get away with it for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Was he insane, temporary insanity, whatever the okay. pleas are. Anyways, the laws have been bent almost 360 or 180 degrees from where they started from. And there's precedence on legal precedence and decisions based off political assignments where they've taken a law that had the best magnitude and direction in the right way for the right reason but it's been bent so far around it's the magnitude and direction the vector is heading the wrong direction of the original intent because it's been every time it got you know lawyers run the world every time it got argued it's like oh we agreed to just change it 10 percent okay that that needle moved a little bit so laws that we've had out here have been I mean, do we, does, does, does anybody in the society think that a two-year-old should have sex changes because their parents might not think that they you know, align with their gender? We talk, how many Tom girls did you guys grow up with that are oh, yeah. beautiful, beautiful women this day? I mean, one of my best friends growing up was a, was a Tom girl, a beautiful woman this day. Mm-hmm. But, but, and that's exactly the point. Yeah, I want to back it up a little bit. The point that I'm making is Again, I, I use the words and I'll say it slow for Lily. The world, in Lily's terms, USA, United States, is becoming more evil by the day. And so the reason why I said it slow is because it's a process over time. Dave, you already touched it. Over time, they 10% change, 10% change, 10% change to tolerate that they've, they can't help but fix you have to have an objective standard, period, point blank, of what is good and what is bad, what is right and what is wrong. Every time you move that needle, even if it's 1%, let me screw it, I don't even care, even if it's 0.01%, every time you move that, you alter the effects for evil, not for good. The moment you budge off of that, by even the slightest bit, you're moving in a direction of evil. 
because you're taking it off of an objective standard and putting it into a subjective standard that's controlled by the amount of money you pay your lawyer. So each time that does that, for, I literally heard a video or an article. I don't even know what it was. I can't even, I don't know how the individual identified at the point. The, the, new, the newest thing that I've heard is I identify as a try something, try something. And basically it's three genders, male, female, and indifferent. I'm like, what the, what the frick is going on in this world? Like, how is that even a thing? And like, there's another video that was, went viral where the kid, the dad cut off the Wi-Fi at the house and the kid started throwing metal poles through the window of his truck. And he, he, the dad was more afraid than the kid. The dad was more afraid that he could he would have charges pressed against him and he'd be going to prison. That's evil. There's no there's no authoritative standard. There's no reverence for respect and authority. There's no fear for the law. Like fear is good when used correctly. Like I'm afraid of speeding 100 miles an hour down a school zone because I don't want to go and get slammed against the hood and locked up because I broke the law. That's a healthy fear. That fear doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. It, it certainly is a, uh, uh, a strong issue, strong problem in America. It's something that we're, we're you know how many times, like, uh, I've been out and had people just come up and absolutely start a fight, even put hands on and grab and push and shove. Mm -hmm. It is my advice to those in that situation to fucking crawfish and run. Sorry about the F-bomb. But, yeah. but because, first off, God forbid you break his tooth or you bust his arm or bust his eye. God forbid three people say uh, he, he, he grabbed a hold of him and threw him to the ground or however he judiciary is. It, 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 it concerns me that with the ability of even learning how to do, you know, proper fighting and proper way to subdue a, an enemy in, in martial arts training is that you have a responsibility now to not get yourself locked up for 10 years for a felony for assault. Yeah, you're, you're actually, uh, by law, if you have training specifically over a certain amount of years, uh, that can be used against you in law. Absolutely. You, you can't, uh, I, I've got a story on the backside of this, but like, for example, there's certain home protection rounds that you do not buy. They don't even make them anymore <laughs> because there was court cases where, oh, John, you use black talons to kill this man that come in to rape you and kill your family, mm -hmm. you're a vigilante because yep. of that. Because you shot him with a specific round. They tried to Kyle Rittenhouse this thing, if you remember that. Yep. Because you shot him with a specific round. They were wrong on the round. They, they had it wrong but on the Kyle Rittenhouse. But on this one here, if you use a black talent, that's, that's a, that's a uh, material fact in the case that you, Jonathan, are vigilante were wanting. You tried to bait him into your house to rape your wife. Mm -hmm. yep. and, uh, on the back side of this, uh, I just had a phone call from a good friend of mine, New York State. He was a, he's an MMA champion, uh, pretty tough guy. I mean, a guy I would not ever want to see anybody go up against. Very tough guy. He's about he's over fifty. He had a guy come and break into his house, threaten to murder him with a baseball bat. Um, has him on camera. Ultimately, uh, called the police. Called it in. Next day, it ends up he, – he comes by the house with a baseball bat to finish off the round. The guy had been arrested because New York State has this no, no – uh, what, what do you call it? Revolving door jail. What's it called? No bail reform. Yeah, no so bail. Yeah, you get arrested, and you just walk out the other door. 
and you and you're all right, I'm arrested. Away I go. He turned around after being arrested, I think seven times. He come over to murder my friend. Um, my friend uh, and the guy was not small. The the, the guy that the, this guy is a tattooed, claimed he was with this uh, one of the biker clubs out there, probably falsely, uh, maybe he was affiliated, whatever. The guy's clearly got mental issues. Running through the, the neighborhood after he tried to assault my friend again, my friend runs up, takes him down, sees the guy, takes him down, calls 911, takes him down. As, he got, as my friend takes him down, he come back to drive the guy, and the cop showed up, tased the guy. They can't take him down with tasers. And ultimately, I think like seven cops ended up uh, you know, beating him into submission. This guy goes back to jail, of course, walks out the next minute, right? And my, my friends in, in this neighborhood dealing with this guy, this, is, this would have never happened in America. I mean, you have a murderous thug trying to kill my friend. My friend's not going to lock his doors, put cameras up, load guns, and live his life, you know, looking around every corner for Mr. Baseball Bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're just solidifying my point. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry about that. Yes, we're supposed to have a good dialogue back and forth, but I mean, you're just helping the case here. Now, I mean, no, obviously we we agreed from the rip on this this topic here, um, but I do want to. I, I said I was going to go clean up some of the history stuff that got kind of left off. Uh, Lily brought it up in the beginning. Uh, Stick it to America when they when you know the Americans, aka the English, came over to what we know as North America now. What we failed to recognize historically, and again, this is because the data we talked about this time, we come up with historical evidence. Those Native Americans were the Amish. <laughs> and <laughs> the re- <laughs> I got I got let me flip through some of my bullet points. Um, the reason why they were here first was, we talked about this last week. If you guys haven't listened to it, go ahead and listen to that. Uh, next, the last week's episode just dropped out. Uh, it's called Virgin Ears. Excellent. Um, skip to about 22 minutes and you'll start to hear some. But they came over first and they started to build uh, all these little colonies and different things. I mean, they were here probably eight to 900 years before we wound up getting here with Columbus. Um, of course, Columbus, he came over with his five ships. We can't find them. You had the uh, Floyd Mayweather, the uh, Michael Tyson. Um, I can't remember the other three ships he had with him, Hulk Hogan, uh, John Cena, and the other one. But when they came over, the, the war was already started. And the reason why Lily's bringing up some of the points he is bringing up, because they are true, they're historical. It was the Amish doing this as staging, uh, because they're, they're shapeshifters and lizard people. So they're staging some of these things. But as they started to get oppressed upon by the English, right before they came up with the great Thanksgiving uh, turkey, which we know turkeys to be little raptors, baby raptors, they had to start killing off turkeys because they didn't want that DNA of the turkey because they were a lot bigger back then to continue to infest in North America because then there would be evidence of dinosaurs. So they used the turkey as a Thanksgiving Day dinner to kill off a ton of them each year uh, to weed out the bloodline of the raptors. And then they started to move to Canada, like Dave brought up, and to South America. That's why we, we can see down, you know, South America, you have different pyramid schemes because they were already down there. I mean, they were down there for about, you know, six to 10,000 years, depending on how you read the history. But um, in in North America, uh, up at the top in Canada there, they've been there for, shoot, 12 to 15,000. That's where Mars is. That's where they film. That's where one of NASA's biggest studios is. 
Um, so anyways, I, I just want to clear up some of the history for you boys on that. That's that's why a lot of that is the way it was. So. I love it. Hey, boys, I got I to gotta roll. I got to wake up early and do some homework. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. We're literally killing baby raptors for Thanksgiving tomorrow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, listen, we, we love you. Uh, get some sleep. Don't, don't forget, uh, I won this argument and debate. <laughs> if, you, if you think so. All right, guys. Uh, lots, lots of love here. Are we all hopping off at this point? Oh, unless you want to stay on. We, we can complain about something else. Get one more topic? Oh, uh, yeah, we can come up with something. I'm going well, to hop off there. Love you, boys. All right. All right I'm off. Oh. Oh. Hey, so, so if, you, uh, if you were captured and you escaped from your capture and you're naked, and you run along, and you come along a clothesline full of women's clothes, would you put on a skirt or just keep on trucking? Oh, I'm trucking all the way. Ain't no way I put on a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm like, I don't know why I thought about that today. I'm thinking, I don't think I can put a skirt on. I don't think I could you yeah. know, put on. If I did, if for some reason, like maybe it's cold <laughs> out, and I'm, I'm trying to get into a loincloth. Worst case, maybe like a Scottish kilt, just like yeah, a kilt or something. Rocket. I might, I might just straight loincloth it to where it's just like that little <laughs> four inch in by four inch by twelve inch for me, you know, flap up against the crease and the uh, the uh, the old pogo stick there. But <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know about you growing up. I mean, growing up, those times, you know. I came, you know, second oldest of seven. We we would play around, do stupid stuff. We filmed YouTube videos. There was times I, I'm trying to think. I don't even know. Did I ever actually dress up as a girl? I'd have to think of. I'd have to go back and look. Even as a joke, if I did that. This was on the New York State Police um, uh, psychological exam in the '80s. Have you ever dressed up like a woman? And. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, one of the one, one of the police that got in, we'll leave his name off. One, one of the police officers that got in got asked that question. He had to answer yes to it, which put him in front of the uh, site council of New York State at the time. Of course, you couldn't ask that question in this day and age. And he had to admit to it. He had to admit, yeah, I dressed up like a woman for Halloween and put lipstick on and a wig, and and uh, they had a field day with it. Good news that's, is he made it made it in the academy. <clears throat> Bad news was it was kind of a kind of a joke. So we had this. Um, yeah, go ahead. That's what I'm trying. To, that's what I'm getting. Like I don't, I don't know. Maybe you you can answer. You didn't, uh, you know, confidently. But I don't know if I ever did that. You know what I mean? Like it, maybe the worst case would have I would have used like a bed sheet and wrapped it up like it's a dress or something. Um, I don't know. If we're looking for admissions here, uh, so it was about 1990, whatever, and uh, I was rolling down to Key West with a buddy of mine and we're on the Harleys and we're thundering down the highway. It's a, it's a Key West is probably a uh, two day drive on bikes, maybe a day if you hit it hard. But uh, as we're rolling to Miami, we got no costumes, but it is fantasy fest in Key West. So if we're going down, we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, every gas stop, we got to get costumes. What are we going to be? I don't know. What the hell are we going to do? <clears throat> so finally we get about to Miami my buddy hits a stoplight. He's like, I got it. Dykes on bikes. 
I'm like, oh fuck yeah, we're doing this. So, so we we pull it. We, <laughs> this this sounds bad, uh, like a bad idea out of the case, but you know I'm not scared. So we pull into the uh, closest uh, thrift shop or whatever. We buy these great big woman clothes because we're not small. He's bigger than me. We got like you know cut the, tear the arms on them, and we roll on the back dykes on bikes, and we wore just our biker boots and bike and, and helmets, beanie helmets, whatever, and walked around with a big big thing on the back dykes on bikes. Dude, the costume was a huge hit. We ended up on CNN, by the way. <laughs> CNN Film and Fantasy Fest. And we're like raging with dykes on bikes. They're like, look at these guys. They're dykes on bikes. Back that's in the day, when you, could, you could get away with that stuff. But, and that's yeah. the thing. It's like, it's man, it's just, I'm going back to the same, the same point. Like, the things that are like, not only okay, but you're actually frowned upon if you try to make fun of it now. Yeah. Like, go ahead and try to make fun of a, a confused person. I mean, a gender, gender, uh, transgender. Um, like, you will get ridiculed. You, you, you sounded confused right there. I couldn't. I couldn't remember what we're calling them. <laughs> I don't know what their species is. So confused person. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh oh. Um, <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'm still a part of the 1980s definition of man and woman. A boy has a penis and a girl has a vagina. Wow, um, I was hanging. I was hanging the, the, my, my tip through my pocket and my shorts here as we're talking about that. <laughs> I, had, I had to check for a second. I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> but but the point is, is like you and I would be the ones in trouble there, yeah. because we're we're expressing freedom of speech, but now it's considered hate crime. And this yeah. is this is the point you know that I was getting at. I don't know if Lily agrees or disagrees anymore at this point. I don't know where he stands after the conversation, but like <laughs> it's it is getting more evil, man. Like. It used to be bad to say like the D word, you know, say damn and hell and stuff like that. I don't know why I said the D word there. Like I've never said it. Uh, <laughs> it you know, that, that that used to be bad to say on the news, on live TV and movies yeah. and music. Now, good grief. I, I've heard them almost basically say the F word on live TV at this point. Um, our president's using it like it's, you know, not, the, not this president, the one we had before. This one doesn't even know what the word means. He thinks they were cheering for Brandon. Um but uh, it's it's just absolute stupidity. To how, not how hard? Steal. How hard was it to be? Forget about a sixteen-year-old child. How hard would it be for a eight-year-old kid to look up porn? I, I remember. Oh. I remember as a kid, I went in the library and looked up a bad word. I don't know if it's porn or something like that. But I went in the library and like looked up what would be there. Maybe oh, I think it was the word sex. I looked up the word sex and went over to sexual literature books or whatever they were, you know, from 1930, probably. And, and I read about it, you know, in, in a library, just cause I was just curious as to what the hell it was all about. You know, um, nowadays when, if you Googled that or some kid with his phone up pops, you know, X, Y, Z, uh, you know, online, whatever. And for probably, a, you know, five dollars a month you could have all you could feed yourself as a kid yeah yeah well to help out your point in case the average age is between eight and ten years old to receive a smartphone these days so the answer is extremely easy um and it's not even extremely easy things like tiktok and instagram you have women 
below the age of 18 for sure because they're getting away with it because all you got to do is you know put in an email address and say that you're a certain age and you can get into any account now but 18 and older are making you know only fans pages and you've got people from 18 all the way up to 64 doing this and they're making uh six figures doing this by selling the explicitly you know explicit content of themselves which is something that back in the day you know, you used to sneak around in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, you know, sending inappropriate pictures to your friends. Um, now you get paid to do this on a freaking website that anybody can subscribe to from anywhere from $5.99 to who knows what the prices are. So yeah. it, beyond extremely easy, and I would say the age, we, we probably didn't shoot low enough in the age. Maybe you should have said how easy is it for a you know, five to six-year-old to get on something like that. Like this is this is stuff like I Lily doesn't get this as much. You you can understand it from being a father. I'm genuinely on guard on what I have to teach my kids and the things that I have to be aware of and pay attention to and how we can even like who we let them hang out with, because if the parents not even in agreement, if they're yeah, and we could tell this easily by the things that they watch and listen to with their kids, how they dress. Like it's super simple to see. Like hey, you know what? This isn't the kind of person I would want to watch my kids without me. You know, present. Um, like this is this is real stuff that I have to think about as a father of what we're considering okay and what I want to allow my son to ask questions outside of my home about. Not much, to be honest with you. There, there was a uh, there was a thing I saw online with this uh, in a good way. This woman dresses up like a cat in front of a school board. Now she she just had a leopard skin thing, a tail, and little ears and whiskers drawn on her face. She walks up to the school board and she says, am I a cat? I identify as a cat. Am I a cat? She's obviously a good-looking female, you know, age 40. And she goes through this whole diatribe about, about if you think I'm a cat, you're an idiot. I'm not a cat. I'm a four-year-old woman. And she talks about, if you think I am, if you, if you would even address me as such, if she would even pet me. You know, what, you know, she's kind of made the absurdity about her being a cat when you would pet a cat and feed a cat, whatever. Litter boxes and time to... <clears throat> and she's like, now you have... And there was apparently a teacher in the school that was doing some crazy stuff. I don't know if they thought they were a cat or a dog or a you know, male or a female when they weren't biologically that, whatever it was. And she, and she was totally saying, that if you allow this person in, you, you're teaching our kids a lie an absolute lie you're lying to our kids and they're watching this and they're wondering where the baseline is in life like i knew when i looked at a a man a cat a woman a, a you know whatever an old person a young person a middle-aged person you know there was there was rules in society back then now yeah. now without that i don't know you know i mean uh, you know here <clears throat> this is not not, not a not a, a pulpit of here to try try to bash gays. I'm actually, if if you want to be gay or do whatever, I'm a libertarian. You live your life however you want to live your life. You can reconcile that later on with with, with your maker and how that all goes. But I believe you need to live your life as best as you can, and and I think I'm doing that. I probably make mistakes throughout the day, like literally throughout the day. Man, I'm not maybe the best version of myself, but I try to strive for that. I try to be mm -hmm. the best person I can. I try to be to make the best decisions I can. And, and I and I really believe that those people that go down some crazy things, rabbit hole, whatever, that, you know, I don't, you know, whatever they're teaching. Well, then you're teaching kids. If I was a 
professor and if I was a teacher, if I was putting this out there in the public and saying, be like me, I'll tell you what, my teachers, my teachers were upright, awesome members of society. I mean, I looked up to them. I'm like, I always thought that like my chemistry teacher should have been president. He was such a genius. He was so well-spoken. He was perfect in every way. And I always thought that that was, you want to be like that guy. Like, you're, I, I, you're basically describing Joe, Joseph, Joseph Biden. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I want to be just like him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, and, I, to, and to bash Trump for a second, I, I, I never thought that I loved Trump's openness in his speech, his speech and stuff. I liked that you never knew where he stood. He would tell you emphatically. He couldn't wait to get in front of a microphone. The downside is, I th- and I like his salesmanship. On the downside of this, I really thought that, uh, you know, just some of the uh, mannerisms brought down America. And I think that, that, that you know, poo-pooed a lot of people against him, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm in the same. I mean... I wasn't for him um, in the sense of like, let's go Trump, let's get let's get him back in office. And I don't think it's wise to get him back in office, but uh, we'll see what how that plays out. Um, I think he was an idiot. I think he sounded like an idiot. Um, and the reality is he was a check to the system that we needed. But here, here's what I've learned in my uh, years of um, truth, conspiracy theorists and theories um, is we have no way of really knowing was this another play for the democratic party? Um, and was this planned? Like you just don't. And the fact that he's got, he's, he's coming back. We'll we'll just see how it plays out. I don't think it'll be good if he gets back in. It'd be good for the business of a United States, um, because we are a business. But other than that, I don't think it will be because what's going to happen is when the tables turn after his four years, because he won't be out running an additional four after that, because that'll be a second term. Uh, they're going to come down heavy and harder than they ever hit before. And if you think they cheated before, you you better believe a communist party will cheat even worse the second time around um, and make sure that they have the final win. So that's why I don't think it's good for him to get back in, but we'll see. Um, you know, I've been wrong before. It's not been many times, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're dead out of that flat earth, flat earth in the Amish. I'm telling you, just, when you, when you have that much going for you, you don't really count how many times you're wrong anymore because it's just so rare. But, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, it, going back, I think, you know, people, people get confused. Uh, I'll use the terminology Christian for the sake of understanding, you know, for people listening, but... That would, that would be where I would I, I would stand faith-wise. Um, I have, you know, testimony after testimony. I can tell you how it came to that. It wasn't through a pew and it wasn't through a prayer. Um, but anyways, the, the point is it doesn't – just because I have a faith stance and there are there is right and wrongs. And um, I'm not against if, – if you want to be gay or whatever it is you want to do, I'm not against that. I'm not against you in the sense of, you know – Oh, that's ugh, that's absolutely disgusting. And this is where I think most Christians get it wrong and, and most religions get it wrong because they're intolerant to somebody who's struggling. It, it, again, taking my worldview here, the biblical narrative of the worldview, I believe that that's just as wrong as abortion. I think that's just as wrong as getting drunk with alcohol and over-intoxicating yourself with drugs. I think it's just as wrong as gluttony. I think it's just as wrong as divorce. I think it's just as wrong as abuse of children and women. Uh, there's no difference. Uh, I think it's just as wrong as a pedophile. And people are like, what? That's ridiculous. You're going to encompass all that to be the same. The answer is yes. I I hold a pretty consistent narrative of what I consider wrong. Whether or not you're gay doesn't change the way I do life. What what I'm not for is you pressing upon something that is fundamentally broken. 
what I mean by that, I'm not talking about the mental state and all that stuff. It does not work to stick a penis and a penis together. Doesn't work. And you can, and they, and the, the argument is that you can go and adopt now and you can have different ways of doing this and blah, 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 blah. Again, moving the, the percentage one to 10, 10% to the more evil way of making something normal doesn't justify that it's still wrong. Fundamentally, a male and a male will never reproduce. So if you left 10 gay people, 10 biological, organically made males in a room, and they were the last people on the planet, it's only going to take, according to Lily's math, 70 years for that entire population to go to zero. That is fundamentally wrong. Um, well, if, if, if pictures, if, if a video of my bedroom ever made it to the church pulpit, I think there'd be people just like blown away because, uh, you know, I have fun. Well, I, I would I would go so far to say if a pastor's video of his bedroom made it to a pulpit, I believe many people would be, be shocked. The, yeah. the, the point, though, is not this isn't a, a standard of I'm infringing or I'm in imputing my theory upon or my worldview upon someone else's to affect their happiness, because statistically we can see that that's also not the case. Because in the LGBT community, the rates of suicide, specifically in the males of that, you know, culture, uh, is significantly higher than anywhere else, period. And the depression and anxiety rates are through the roof. So to state that it's somebody taking away their, their way to love and their way for happiness is incorrect. And I'm, again, I'm not also insensitive to the idea that that is something... That is a difficult thing. Imagine having an addiction or having a struggle with something that you know is not good for your body. I don't know, like black tar heroin, for example. Mm -hmm. It is not any easier for the black tar heroin addict to let go of the black tar heroin than it is for a homosexual to let go of the tendencies that are in their being. And I'm not stating that it was biologically there from the beginning, day one. That's not the argument. Even if so, just because that it's difficult to let go of something doesn't change the fact that it's it's just as difficult in a, a different circumstance for me it's gluttony i mean i struggle with gluttony and still have to battle it like it's not it's not this thing and when i when i say gluttony just so it's clear i could eat i can eat if i was sad i can eat if i was happy i could see, eat if i was indifferent i can eat if i was driving i can eat if the car was parked i can eat at work i can eat while eating like i love food <laughs> Uh, I can eat while eating. That's that's, that's the definition of gluttony. And it is a struggle to make myself be disciplined, to not dis to not overconsume things that are good for the body. And you have too much of a good thing, it still makes it bad. And so the point is there has to be that objective standard of going back to the original claim of what good and evil actually is. Without that objective standard, there is nobody able to say, hey, it's not okay for you to be actively and openly homosexual, and it's not okay for make that the status norm. Now, from a government and a societal stance, I believe the government shouldn't have any play. If they're not going to claim God is the creator, they shouldn't have any play in you know what they say a man if a man and a man can marry or not and that's hard for people to hear because you're a christian you're supposed to take a hard stance i do i take it's not a hard stance in the sense i'm against you as a human i have respect for you as a human being i know homosexual people but that doesn't mean i'm going to tolerate the behavior just no more than i'm going to tolerate alcoholism with my people that i know so 
I think that's where people are getting confused with this idea. I can respect somebody for being a human being, point blank, without tolerating the behavior. Uh, homeless people, for example, I used to do the uh, homeless ministry when I owned the restaurant. I had mutual respect for them as a human. I didn't look any, I didn't look down on them or as as if they were any lesser of a human than I was. But I also didn't tolerate the behavior and the circumstances that they continued to put themselves in to remain homeless. And I wasn't just handing out cash. I said, hey, I love you enough to care for you. Let me help you better your life. Now, what they did with the circumstance was up to them. Um, and that's the point that I'm making when, it, when I say that the world is continuously becoming more evil by the day. It's we're, we're becoming tolerant of things that are inherently evil or fundamentally. Uh, let me know when you're done building your uh, spatial moon. Um, <laughs> I'm, grabbing, I'm grabbing some wine. <laughs> there you go. The, the, the issue is when we become tolerant of things that are fundamentally broken or wrong. And, and again, fundamentally in the sense of, okay, if you don't have power running to a light bulb, it's not coming on. That it doesn't take my, my three-year-old son can tell you that it's if if his toy stops working he doesn't look at it throw it in the trash because the toy's broken he goes hey dad can you change the batteries in this this is three years old this is called a fundamental thing this is a fundamental way of things working um, and so if fundamentally it doesn't work we don't change the narrative of society to say hey let's be accepting of these things and make it the societal norm that's not how you fix or solve a problem. Um, but again, you know, the, the world's not ready for us to solve all of its problems. Uh, we're only here to help give truth one pot at a time, obviously, but we'll, well, we'll said, solve them later. <laughs> well, well, well said, young man. Well said. But we'll, we'll right, get man. to it. <laughs> Coming up on an hour? Yeah, we're, we're right at uh, 68 minutes and counting. Uh, you know, the last 22 minutes was probably the best. <laughs> sorry lily sorry lily. we love you we love you it's uh it's always fun to have you on there and uh we'll, we'll, we'll keep at it so of course uh yeah i know we got a couple days to go but enjoy your thanksgiving and uh and uh, have a good time with the family i guess what, what are you doing for thanksgiving oh i'm uh uh unfortunately uh as a as a dad only half the time with my kids this is the weekend away a little bit of a hard one for me, so uh, I uh, uh, was going to travel. Didn't work out. Hurricanes happened. I work on hurricanes, so I'm kind of down hurricane duty. So at this point, I'm going to uh, probably just go post one with with uh, Lily and company, and uh, from there, um, enjoy the night, keep it sober, drive home, sleep in my bed. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, I'm probably going to do the turkey. Turkey Trot, which is a, a 5K jog. Yeah, we, we have one of them here. Yep, and then I'm going to probably roll into Pete's Bar at about 10 a.m., um, do a few PBR, 16 ounces. Oh, and, good. Uh, room temp, I'm hoping. Yep, room temp, room temp, and just uh, <laughs> start early rage, uh, but then uh, get ready for a nice dinner with, dinner with friends. And uh, from there, plan my trips. I'm probably going to be doing some ski trips with the kids, so plan my Christmas ski trips and start get, getting ready to be awesome Dave, awesome Dave, awesome daddy. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. We're, we're doing a little hiking. Got food planned, obviously uh, both, you know, my in-laws and my parents are all in town. So uh, awesome. lunch with the in-laws, awesome. 
dessert with the family. Uh, my wife and I are Friday going up to Tennessee, uh, hanging out there for the day. Saturday, I don't know. I think a birthday party, some other small stuff. We do cookies for Christmas with my family. Sunday, probably go throw some discs and uh, head back to work on Monday. Dude, you got an awesome run. Yeah. Man, thank you for all you do. Hey, what, one, one piece of karma. A guy in Maine rents my cabin in New York as a VRBO rental. Awesome lakefront property. It's cool. A little plug there for me. Absolutely. My cabin. I, I didn't make it up hunting this year because of the hurricane. So I said, hey, I got this couple thousand acres up there, a private hunting preserve with massive bucks running on it, ready for someone's got to use it how about you he says awesome so this comes around to jonathan just a second so the guy says by the way i'm bringing my son he's from georgia he's pretty cool he's an electrician or something down there i'm like oh have him give me a call guy calls him georgia hey you're the son yeah yeah my son my dad's awesome uh by the way i'm not an electrician i said oh what do you do he goes well i'm the regional manager of city electric supply no, that's where I have my accounts with. Remember I told you about, I couldn't find electrical panels for my house? Yeah. The guy's like, I, I can't thank you enough. I can't believe what you did. You just gave us your hunting preserve. And he said, I'll tell you what, I am going to uh, make sure you get electrical panels for your house. And he took my electrical design, downscaled it, found products in the industry out there that would respond to my need, but would be a different engineering thing. Coordinated my engineer, got it all approved, got the plans redone, and stuff's being delivered. I'm, I've got it for, I got my electrical done for half price supplied, my materials supplied for half price, better engineered, better fits the thing, and it's off the shelf. That's crazy. And it was just being, it's just good karma there. So anyways, if you ever got hunting land, you want to let somebody hunt, you know, give, give it an option. You might have a son that owns your electrical company that you get parts from. That's, that's absolutely crazy. Anyways. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And thank, and thank you for researching my panels because that was a, that was a, problem that no one could solve oh yeah my, my boss looked over it and we do i i couldn't tell you all the things are, that we have to do I'm, I'm literally having to go through every single transaction for this year to figure out why our freight is not at the 15 plus percent profit that it should be at and we're sitting at like two percent right now so that's why i never got back to you on it <laughs> yeah well some people some people actually uh a lot of invoices now are Oh, you want this part? It'll be there in the next week or month. But when it arrives, then we'll bill you and we'll tell you what that costs. It's kind of tough oh, yeah. as, as the person taking the risk to bid that project because you guys bid projects six months six months prior to that event, right? Six months to two years. Yeah, yeah. You guys are doing capital improvements, like major stuff. So mm -hmm. when you bid this uh, this solar electrical farm, whatever you guys are doing two years prior, six months prior, you got, you got escalation. You can't even do a material buyout today. We used to, just prior to two years ago, prior to COVID, we would do, uh, we'd put a budget out there. Okay, let's just say my electrical parts and panels are $100,000. Then we would go and say, hey, guys, we got the job. Who's the best price? We go back to the three guys and say, give me your best price. 89, 92,000, but you know, we would choose and then we would pick the best you know, time of delivery, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's how you know that now you can't bid $100,000. You got to like, well, maybe 100 might be the cost, but I'm guessing escalation to put it at 120. You hit it at 120 and you made a mistake because you bid it at 120, you were probably $100,000 off or $80,000 off 
easily as of as of that time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, sorry. That's, it's it's a hundred percent the curve we got to stay ahead of. Uh, we're having to buy containers of batteries, containers of solar, just to stay ahead of that curve because. You know, we, we put a bid out there that the customer might not j get the job for a year. Well, they want us to honor that bid. And, you know, a year later, we're like, we forgot we even bid that. You know, like, yeah, what, yeah. what are you talking about? So, no, it's it's a constant. Thank you, Joseph. We love you for what you did to our country. Uh, you really put us all bent over barrels and looking at each other in the eye from across the sea. So, Oh, yeah. And, and, we're get, we, and we can look forward to a possible train shutdown. Oh yeah, I worked, I, I worked in the train lines for thirty years. With the train shut down, people don't even realize how that fuel gets up there—the you know, big tankers and the big, the big stuff. When you start talking coal, um, fuel, automobiles, um, what else goes on trains? Grain, grains, uh, corn. <laughs> the heart and soul of America. Yeah, the backbone. Backbone. If you if you rip your backbone out, you're just a bunch of ribs in flesh laying there on the ground, wondering how to wipe your own butt. You know. Exactly. It's golly, man. Oh goodness, I can't wait for another thirty years of his reign. Yeah. Well, you know, and here's the here's the interesting thing in this red wave that never existed. Um, you're looking at a half of America actually thinks. I think Biden got like a 72% approval rating on a conservative channel. 72%. Uh, Who are they asking? I, they were asking actual voters on the return on both sides of the fence as to what their opinion was. And, and he had a 72%. Now, I, you know, his approval ratings globally low, but when it came to active voters, 72% were kind of like, He's so ineffective, we're okay. And you know, he's not a leader, he's a follower. I'm not sure what he is, but oh golly. But they but, never, but they, they never America, asked me that question. Yeah, in, in America <laughs> is so America is so 50-50 right now, with it not even being a question, it is scares the hell out of me. Oh yeah. What's gonna what? happen in ten more years? I made that I mean I got, you know, brutally uh, ridiculed for that by you know our other list or our other uh, host here when I made the claim I think this was like 13 or 14 episodes ago how divided the United States is I got I got the oh you think we're that divided I'm beyond that divided like it's scary how divided and, and this uh, we'll, we'll use uh, you know the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ makes the claim a house that's divided cannot stand that's fundamentals again to how things work. You divide a house, it's not going to last. And right now we have a divided nation. So how much longer are we going to last? Well, well, it all depends on Herschel Walker. <laughs> 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 it's like it's like 1980, and you pitched him a, you you you, you hit him with a flea flicker, and he's got to, and he's, he grabs a ball, and he's got to run, and there's an end zone, and it's like, oh my god, oh my dear god. Yeah, we're, we're we're screwed. Well, hopefully, hopefully next week we'll have a special guest speaker. Maybe we'll get Mickey on the air and see, you know, what he thinks about some of these things. So, I like the sound of it. Oh, All right, man. I've got, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> All right, man. Rock uh, star. We'll talk. Stay solid. We'll, uh, we'll be back in a week. Ooh.